What's up, friend? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar, and I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. I'm so happy that you are here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. What's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode. So today we're going to be talking all about the roots of why people settle. And we're going to be talking about specifically why women settle in toxic relationships and in just relationships that aren't really ordained by God. Okay, so before I get fully into this, um, I am actually live in my free community right now, which there are going to be some changes to this community for those of you that are on here live or catching the replay, whether you're on the podcast or in the community. And so as I am um, just sharing this on the podcast, and as I'm sharing this in the community, uh, I just want to give you guys some updates. So when it comes to this free community, this community will um, be open for, let's see, It'll be open through this week and next week. And after that, this community will definitely be put on pause. I don't know how many times I can say community. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so this community, the Booze Free and Balanced, um, will definitely be put on pause. And my main platform is going to be on TikTok. So that is where I'm going to be going live. That's where I'm going to be doing my free masterclasses, things like that. Um, Of course, my podcast is still definitely going to be going. Um, But again, my main platform is going to be TikTok, my podcast and uh, my email list. So you definitely want to one, be on my email list. Two, you want to make sure that you're following me on TikTok. Um, And what else? What else? I think that's pretty much it. So throughout this week, I'll be doing um, different lives here in the community. And um, if you are listening on the podcast, I encourage you to go follow me on TikTok because I'm going to be diving even deeper into these different things that I'm sharing today. And specifically on a masterclass I'm going to be doing soon. That's what we're really going to dig in. Okay. So uh, one more thing before we fully get started, I am I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have made some shifts when it comes to what I've been coaching on and kind of what the Lord has just been leading me to in this season. And so, uh, of course, if you've been following me for any, any amount of time, you know that I have been coaching mainly on sobriety and really just helping women navigate through their alcohol-free journey and just really following uh, the Lord and really helping them just step into their God-given purpose and live a healthy, fulfilled life all by the leading of the Holy Spirit. So now what I am doing, which sobriety coaching is not going anywhere. So if you still, if you are somebody that is struggling with this, please reach out to me because I do have openings for my one-on-one mentorship. But what I am doing right now is I'm actually adding a service for you guys. Okay. And so this service is basically helping women navigate through their single season, navigate through their season after a breakup, um, and really just showing them I'm not showing them, really just helping them um, and walking through this new season with them, especially when it comes to people that are coming out of, or women that are coming out of toxic relationships, women that are um, especially coming out of relationships with maybe addicts, things like that. Um, That is something that I am really passionate about. And um, if you, again, if you've been following me for a while, you know a little bit of my story with that. And so that is just something that the Lord has really been putting on my heart for quite a while now, 
but I feel like he's finally given me the go to really just add this to my coaching services. Okay. So if you are somebody that is struggling when it comes to um, navigating your single season, maybe you're struggling with your purity. Maybe you're just like, I just started following Jesus and I want to honor this season and my life. Um, I want to, you know, honor God in it. And you just you know, you just need a mentor. You need somebody to hold you accountable. Um, I am your girl and I would love to help you with that. And so with that being said, I'm going to be hosting a free masterclass on TikTok. Okay. Like I said, TikTok is my new playground. So, um, it is going to be on August 16th at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, so if you are listening to this on the podcast, that link will be in the show notes. Um, if you are listening here in the community today, I will go ahead and put the link in the um, in the comment section where you can sign up. Um, but initially, if you just follow me on TikTok, you will be able to find that live there. I just like to see who was signing up and that gets you subscribed to my emails as well so you don't miss any content and so you don't miss any uh, free masterclasses like this or so you don't miss when doors open for my mentorship, things like that. Okay. So again, um, it's called the breakup to breakthrough masterclass. And that is going to be on Tuesday, August the 16th at 10 AM central standard time. And, um, you can find that link in the show notes, or if you're in the community, um, in the comments, which I just posted that there. All right, let's jump right into this. Okay. So first I want to go into, um, I wrote down maybe like five or six different things, different roots that I see why women, or I guess more like reasons slash excuses that we give ourselves as to why we stay in these toxic relationships or why we even entertain relationships that maybe are, they can be good, right? Like maybe like the, the good guy, the good Christian guy, but you just know it's just like, oh, well, like, He's a good Christian guy, but you know, ultimately, ultimately he's not really for you because you haven't really asked the Lord about it and you're just kind of going off on your emotions and so forth, right? So we're going to talk about these different um, feelings, these, these different fears that I have found um, in my life that have come up in my single season. And as I was breaking um, out of that relationship that I used to be in, um, that was really toxic and also why I kind of stayed in that relationship for so long. And so if you're not familiar with, um, just my story, when it comes to my past relationship, um, I'll just kind of give it to you in a nutshell. But at the end of the day, all of my relationships that I've been in have always been toxic. And, um, so they've always been toxic, but this last relationship that I was in pretty much took the cake. And this is the relationship that I was in for, uh, about 10 years. And then I entertained that relationship and still kept in contact for another two years. Okay. Which really delayed the healing process, which really delayed, honestly, I feel like even maybe, um, even me meeting, um, the companion that the Lord has for me, but the Lord is faithful. Even if I did delay it, I know that he is coming and um, that godly marriage is on its way. But in that relationship I was in, um, you know, my significant other at that time was really just struggling with addiction. And, you know, I was no better and I am no better. I struggled with binge drinking. I did recreational drugs. You know, I wasn't perfect and I'm still not perfect, but I've really come to a space where I no longer need anything but Jesus. And that's just where it's at, even though it sounds cliche, but that's a point where I really need, needed to get to. And I know my worth and I know 
whose I am and um, I know where my worth comes from and I know that I am enough only by the blood of Jesus, right? And so in that relationship, like I said, addiction was very prevalent and it was just a really big struggle. And so that was one of the reasons that really made it really difficult for me to leave because I thought that I could save him. I thought that if we just put in more time in the relationship that it would be okay and that he would change. And if I just left him a Bible verse or send him a Bible verse or left the Bible on the counter or whatever that may be, that it would just, you know, it would just change his life and it would be great. And although, you know, things like that can change people, it's up to them to use their free will to, to change their lives. Right. And so that's for a whole other video um, or a whole other podcast for another day. But that's just to give you a little insight of what that relationship looked like. And in that relationship, I really allowed myself to tolerate emotional abuse. I tolerated, um, the lies I tolerated manipulation. And, um, you know, on some occasions, I even tolerated um, physical abuse, right? You know, when you're with somebody that is addicted, if they don't get those drugs, like it, they will pretty much do whatever they have to do in that moment. And so in times when I was standing in the way of that, it was not pretty. And of course, there were times where I was a big binge drinker and where I retaliated and I wasn't the nicest person either. But all that to say, is, you know, we were both very toxic for each other. But, you know, as I started to really find the Lord and follow Jesus and go to church and allow the Lord to really start to speak to me and work in my life, I realized that I needed to, um, which is another part of my story, is I needed to stop coping with alcohol, right? That relationship was so toxic. I was finding myself in a position where I had already been a big drinker, but I wanted to escape that relationship so much all the time where I came to a point where I just was using alcohol to really cope with that. And so it got to a point where I was really just using alcohol in an unhealthy way and um, almost to the point where I um, almost became just um, a full-blown alcoholic because the days that were actually sober became less and less and less, okay? And so going back into what I want to speak about today on the roots of why people settle or the reasons why people settle. Um, and like I said, actually, it's going to be more of the reasons that I'm going to go over and then I'm going to go over one root today. Um, so the first reason that people, that women will stay in these toxic relationships or that will stay in relationships too long or just even entertain relationships that may seem good, but at the end of the day, the Lord hasn't really said yes to it. It's because they don't feel worthy or enough. That's one of the reasons. And we're going to dive deep in, into this particular route here in a minute. But they don't feel worthy or enough. The second thing is the fear of running out of time. I see this all the time where women feel like, oh my gosh, like once they hit 30 or once they hit a certain um, milestone in their life, they have this fear that they are running out of time, that they are running out of time, that they are um, not going to find the man that God has for them. Or um, if they don't settle now, or if they don't have, uh, if they don't settle in this, you know, relationship with this next nice guy, that, um, that nobody else is going to to come around, right? They have to they have to um, just get the first guy that comes into their path, right? The other fear is a fear of um, no one loving them the way their ex did. I know for me that was a really weird mindset shift that I had to really make, and for so long I had this fear that 
the way that mine and my ex's relationship was and that quote unquote love was that I was never going to be able to find that with somebody else. And I was always like so scared of what it would even feel like and look like to be vulnerable um, or to just share what I've shared, you know, with my ex. And at the end of the day that, you know, whatever I saw to be that quote unquote love, like it really wasn't love. And it never really started out with love either. It was more infatuation. It was more like my party buddy that I started out with. And of course I grew to love him. Yes, of course. But at the end of the day, it was so, 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 so toxic. And um, it's always interesting to me how um, some of us will literally yearn for that toxic love. And that's where I found myself in. Um, when I left that relationship, I was still yearning for that quote unquote love from him and that attention from him. But at the end of the day, it was all just toxic. Okay. Another thing that I see is fear of change and afraid of the unknown, right? Have you felt, um, you know, maybe you're in a toxic relationship right now and you're just like, oh my gosh, like how is it even going to be when I actually, or if I actually leave this relationship, what is that going to look like? Um, how am I going to live without them? You know, what if I don't find somebody, right? So it's that fear of change and, uh, and of the unknown. Again, I had that too. Or again, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, am I ever going to get married? Am I ever, you know, I can literally tell you that when that relationship ended, when I stopped drinking alcohol, I literally felt like, like I was like in a very good space, but I almost felt like like that was just the end when ultimately that was just the next chapter of my life. And so um, just a little side note when it comes to that, you guys, like when the Lord is cleansing you, when the Lord is, is helping you remove toxic things from your life, that is to set you up for a new beginning and not to um, have you in this doom and gloom place, okay? Um, the next thing is feeling stuck and confused, um, has almost become, oh, actually, no, feeling stuck and confused and comfort and dysfunction. Okay. So when we are so used to chaos when we are so used to dysfunction that becomes our normal and that becomes our comfort zone. Right. And so what happens with that? And again, just going into this just a little bit, what happens with that? It's again, we will yearn for that. And so, um, which is going to lead me to my next one, which is fear of actually having a healthy relationship, fear of actually um, being successful and being healthy, right? Because when we're so used to chaos, when we're so used to dysfunction, we will yearn for that toxicity. We will yearn for that chaos because it's what we are used to. And, um, you know, say a healthy relationship does come along you know, you may not even know how to act with that. It may seem even boring, you know, a life without alcohol and a life without this, you know, um, relationship that you were in that was so toxic, you may feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so bored. And that is something that I hear so often when it comes to my clients that are trying to navigate an alcohol-free lifestyle, as well as um, my clients that are getting out of a toxic relationship. And maybe they, you know, meet a nice guy and they're just kind of like dating and, you know, um, obviously dating for, you know, with intention and so forth. But um, they'll be like, oh my gosh, like this is so weird. Like um, they're just not used to being treated well or not even being treated well, but just, um, having the bare minimum done for them, like opening the door, like paying for their dinner, um, like maybe 
getting them some flowers, just like things like that, that should just be a given uh, when you are interested in somebody or even, you know, going further, actually loving somebody, right? Because love is an action. And so um, those are just some things that I have seen in my life and also with my clients and women that I speak to on a daily basis, you know, on different fears and how they are feeling and what keeps them stuck in these toxic relationships or in these, um, or just entertaining relationships that, are not necessarily sent by God. And again, these don't always have to be toxic relationships, right? We could be so desperate or idolizing marriage so much where the first nice guy that comes our way, it's like, oh, yep, he's the one when ultimately we need to ask ourselves, okay, well, you know, he's nice, cool. He's a Christian. Yes. But did, but did you even talk to God about this? Did you even ask God if this is the one? Did you even ask God if it was even okay for you to date in this season? Has God really healed everything everything that needs to be healed in order for you to move to this next season in your life? Now, this doesn't mean that you are going to have to heal from everything, you know, before, um, you know, before you start dating or anything like that. But, there is a season where the Lord um, will heal you and he will mold you and he will prune you and he will prepare you for that godly marriage. Because at the end of the day, you guys, what we need to remember is that marriage is just not marriage, right? And your single season is not just about your single season. It is about honoring the Lord. And so, so often, especially as women, right, we will fantasize about the dress and we will fantasize about the ring and this and that. And we get all like the butterflies and all that is so beautiful. And the Lord wants us to enjoy that. And um, even just like by honoring the Lord with our purity, right? You know, we want to, you know, we want to get married and we want to have that experience with our husband and, and so forth. And all that is so great. But we have to realize that our marriage is also for a bigger purpose. Our marriage is to honor God and our marriage is to glorify God. And when God, when God really brings two people together, he is going to have a mission for you, right? He's going to have a purpose for you. And most likely, um, well, not most likely, I mean, pretty much what happens is, you know, when he puts y'all together, you're going to be able to complete that mission and complete that purpose that he has for you guys that is going to, um, again, bring glory to him. And so I definitely want to hone in on that, that marriage is not just about marriage. It's not just about having a companion, although that is great and that is a blessing and that is a gift from God, but the Lord has so much more in store for that godly marriage that you are waiting for. And so don't, um, I just want to encourage you to, um, to wait. And I want to encourage you to steward your single season well and to allow the Lord to heal you and not just go for the first guy that you see, even if he does seem healthy. Even if he does seem like a nice guy, it does not mean that he is a guy for you, okay? And so the core of all of this, why women stay, why women settle in toxic relationships, or why women will entertain these quote-unquote good Christian relationships is... I just want to reiterate the two things that I that I find here is fear and lies from the enemy. Fear and lies from the enemy. Okay, and so we're going to we're going to talk about this first one that I talked about which was not feeling enough or not feeling worthy. Okay. And this is a big one. And so maybe if you're listening to this, you're thinking, "Well, no, like I know my worth. I am worthy." All that good stuff. But here's the thing. When we have such a strong desire 
to have a companion, to be in a marriage, to just have somebody even just to cuddle with, right? That is a natural human need. Sometimes we can get desperate, right? And sometimes we can um, just allow ourselves to have that companionship with whoever and um, no matter how it looks, right? And so I'm sharing that because that goes into what I'm saying about not feeling worthy or not feeling enough. Because if you don't, if you feel right now where it's like you're thinking, no, I am enough, I know my worth, I want to say, while that may be true, I also want to challenge you in this a little bit and ask yourself, have you been entertaining relationships that you haven't even talked to God about, that you're just rushing into because you want to get married so bad, you want to have the family so bad, um, you are going against um, God's timing? Or maybe in your past relationships, you know, they've been really toxic. You know, maybe you just got out of a toxic relationship and, um, you know, looking back, you're like, oh my gosh, all of my relationships have also been toxic, right? And um, when it comes to our worth and when it comes to not feeling enough, even if it is only subconsciously, that will be very clear in how we treat ourselves and the people that we allow into our lives that we give access to, um, we give them access to our bodies. We give them access to our lives. We give them access to just pretty much everything. And that really has um, a lot to do with how we how worthy we feel and whether or not we actually feel enough, right? And so the world is always going to tell you, um, you know, to do this or do that to make you feel enough or, you know, um, it's all about self-worth. It's all about finding your truth and this and that. And that's just like the furthest thing from the truth. What I have found in my life is that the only time, which now I am very confident in waiting on the Lord. I'm very confident in myself. I'm very confident in my boundaries. I'm not going to entertain the next nice guy. Right. And the only way that i that I've came to this point is by letting the Lord mold me, by letting the Holy Spirit lead me, and by knowing whose I am, and by knowing truly where my worth is really found, and that is in Christ, right? When we know what the Lord says about us, which we only find that out through His Word, when we know that, when we sit on that, when we meditate on that, that becomes our truth. And then we start to realize, then you will start to realize that you are worthy and you are enough. Okay. So maybe you're in a space where you're just like, nope, I pretty much don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I'm worthy. I want you to know that that is a thought. Um, and that is a lie from no one other than the devil himself. Okay. That is literally straight from the devil himself. And so I want to go over a few scriptures that I have here that will just hopefully remind you of your worth. Okay. And I want to say this, that we want to make sure that we are not finding our worth in people. We are not finding our worth in whether or not somebody wants to ask us to marry them. We are not finding our worth in basically other people or things of this world because that will always, 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 always fizzle out. Okay, that will always fizzle out. And so again, that's why I want to encourage you to allow the Lord to work with you on this. Allow the Lord to show you what it means to be enough. 
and to show you that you are enough and to show you that you are worthy in his own way. Because if we just take it upon ourselves to let the world show us um, who we are or where our worth comes from, those things will always fizzle out and we will always be unfulfilled and we will always be chasing something. Okay. So I want to read through, um, let's see, it's 1 Corinthians six twenty, and it says, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body, right? It says you are bought with a high price. So don't just let anybody come all up in your body, right? Um, you are bought with a high price. In Matthew 10, 29 through 31, it says, are not two sparrows sold for a penny and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Right? It's saying that the Lord values two sparrows. Imagine how much more he values you. In Matthew 6, 26, it says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Again, talking about birds and talking about the sparrows, he's saying they neither sow, they don't reap, they don't gather, they don't do anything. Um, not they don't do anything, but you know what I mean. Like they, they don't do all these things that it mentions here. And then it says, and yet your heavenly Father still feeds them. They don't reap, they don't sow, they don't gather, but the Lord still feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And the last verse is Psalm 139, 14, where it says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your um, works. My soul knows it very well. Okay, these are just a few verses that I kind of found um, off the top of my head that I wanted to share with you. And I want to encourage you, whether it's these verses or other verses that you find in the Bible. First off, I want to encourage you to go check out some other verses in the Bible. Go Google um, self-worth verses, right? Or, or, um, you know, verses about being enough and so forth and let the Holy Spirit lead you in that and find some verses that really speak to you. And, um, I want to encourage you to even make those into affirmations and meditate on those because most likely right now, if you have been settling in toxic relationships, if you have a pattern of being in toxic relationships, or maybe you're in a relationship right now where it's just like, oh, it's good, but I know deep down, like maybe you won't even say it out loud, but you know, deep down, you're just like, this relationship is good, but I don't think it's from God, right? These verses and you spending time with the Lord and, and letting the Lord heal you and renew your mind, you will then start to find your worth. You will then start to realize that you are enough only by the blood of Jesus. We are not enough on our own, right? And you will get to a place where it is going, you're going to feel so much more comfort and waiting for the Lord opposed to going on your own timeline. Okay. And those of you that have been in toxic relationships, I want you to know that I am literally here for you and I feel you and I empathize with you and you will heal from this. Um, I know there are so many different versions of what a toxic relationship looks like. Um, there's my version where I was with an addict and it was just very manipulative and, you know, it just, it sucked, you know, among other things. Um, even though he was sick and struggling, like it didn't mean that I deserved to be treated that way. Right. And there were times where he didn't deserve to be treated ways that I treated him. But at the end of the day, 
you know, we have to come to a point where we have to look at what God says and where we have to just use our own common sense and be like, look, like, is this really what I want to be in? Is this really what God has for me? Do I really think this low of myself that I'm going to stay in this toxic relationship, right? And again, back to those that are that are healing, the Lord will heal you. And I want to encourage you to keep waiting. The Lord will heal you. He will um just bind up your wounds. Um, just like it says in his word, I forget what verse it is where it says um, he's close to the brokenhearted. And so just know that the Lord is close to you. He He sees your tears. He collects your tears in a jar, like it says in the Bible. And he's just, he's there with you. And I just know that how um, lonely it can be. And I know how tough it can be going through that healing process, especially if you were with somebody, you know, for as long as I was with somebody, like I said, I was with him for, you know, 10, plus years, that is, it's going to take time for you to heal from that. And that is okay. So let the Lord do what he wants to do. And um, within all that, he will prepare you for the relationship that he has for you and um, to bring glory to his name. And, and again, like those of you that are stuck in toxic relationships, if you feel like, I know I'm going back and forth, that's literally how my brain goes. But if you are in a toxic relationship, um, just know like you can leave, know that you can leave. And I know it feels really, really hard right now, but I promise you, once you take that next step forward, um, you're going to feel so much more free. It's going to suck and it's going to hurt, but I promise you in the long run, you are going to be so thankful and the Lord will walk you through that as well. Um, again, if, if this is something, if this, um, message really spoke to you, I want to encourage you to join me in the free uh, masterclass, Breakup to Breakthrough Masterclass on Tuesday, August the 16th at uh, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Again, I will put the link in the show notes. And here in the community, I went ahead and already put it in the comments. Um, but we're going to talk about these different things. And I'm actually going to go a little deeper into probably um, a few of these different reasons why we stay stuck in toxic relationships and why we settle. And also, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity opportunity um, to do some live coaching with me. So on TikTok, I'm actually able to bring people on live with me. And so if you have questions, um, you know, that you want to talk about outside of the um, chat box, that is also going to be available for you too. So anyways, you guys is all I have for you for today. I hope this was helpful. Make sure you subscribe, tag me on socials and share this with a friend that may be interested in this or that could really use this message. And I always appreciate you guys sharing this because it does get the word out and it helps this podcast to be seen by more people, um, which helps people also hear the word of God as well. So I love you guys so much and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you on the next episode.